Welcome to Bold Confidence Podcast with Gina. I am honored that you're here with me and we are taking this journey together, right? Us women have to stick together. And if you're on this journey of an entrepreneurship, if you're on this journey of self-love, if you're on a journey of overcoming self-doubt and you want to own your power, this is the podcast for you. Each podcast is going to empower and inspire you. So welcome to my podcast. Again, my name is Gina and I'm a faith-based entrepreneur, leadership and confidence coach, a speaker, an NPC bikini competitor, and I'm also part of the John Maxwell team training for coaching, speaking, and my DISC certifications. I am a jujitsu wife. I am a boy mom of three. I love traveling, weightlifting, sports. I love motorcycle. And my favorite foods are sushi, pizza, and all Mexican foods. Oh my gosh, any Mexican food, I'm all over it. Right now, I'm on strict meal plans because I go on stage for the first time for my MPC bikini competition in 10 days. On June 6th, I go on stage for the first time. One of those big audacious dreams that I set for for myself and it's finally here. So I'll have to share in a separate podcast about that journey, but today we are going to talk about overcoming self-doubt. And I'm going to give you five tips that have personally helped me, right? So as an entrepreneur and as a woman, and we're on this journey, we have this great idea, right? We're trying to discover ourselves and we, we have this dream, we have this idea, or sometimes we're just not even sure of what this dream is, but we know we're meant for more. So this is part of the journey, ladies. And today I'm going to share five tips because the idea and the dream of starting a business is one thing, but it's something completely different to actually have the courage to turn that idea and that dream into reality and to turn that business idea into a passion, into something that you love, to make it profitable for yourself, right? And to make it incredible and successful, like all those things, components can be overwhelming, right? And so to begin your journey, we all as entrepreneurs, we have this hesitation, we have this resistance that creeps up. We have that, we have that self-doubt, the confusion, all those things that encompass us from taking any action, right? And I can totally relate. I, I know as of three years ago, when I came up with this power word that I needed in my life, which was bold confidence, and when I discovered taking small baby actions that this bold confidence was going to be an LLC, I, it, it was such an aha moment for me. And I've been carrying this power word for three years before I even turned it into a business, before I even had true clarity on what women I was trying to speak to, you know, because you know, you want to have some sort of clarity, but the clarity does come when you are taking some action. You're taking steps forward. So I know what it feels like to have 
that self-doubt where you don't feel like you're qualified or you're uncertain. I know when I'm training women one-on-one, it seems as though a lot of women get stuck on the number one thing is not feeling qualified and being unclear. They don't know exactly what they want to their niches. They, they feel like they have to have this perfect niche, this perfect story, perfect, perfect crafted content, and they have to know exactly who they are before they can take any steps, right? And sometimes we are in this perfectionist world where we feel like it all has to be perfect. And sometimes maybe you're not such a perfectionist, but you still want to have some clarity before you move forward. Well, my friend, I know you hear this all the time, but that is the true thing that keeps us from taking any action is having that hesitation, not knowing, but that is the joy of learning the lessons and learning what you're trying to discover is all in the action. So I want to help give you some tips and I want to start off because I don't want you to have this hesitation. I don't want you to have this this holding you back like it did me. And if there's any tips that I can give you, this is it, this is it. And I have put some thought into this and I wanna compel and inspire you to just really write this down. And before we write this down, I really want you to take a deep breath with me. Take a deep breath knowing that you've got this, right? We've got this, we are strong, we have this mindset, We can do it, right? So we've got to work on ourselves, right? We have to like take charge in our calling. But how do you do that? How do you talk yourself into doing something that you feel stuck, right? When you feel like you're comparing yourself to other people and you feel like you're going to be judged, like how do you stop this nonsense, right? But here's the truth. The truth is, is that you can stop the nonsense. You can stop the overwhelming, confusing thoughts. The truth is, is that you are capable. You have the choices and you can create the success and impact that you want on other people's lives. So let's dive into the five steps. And I hope you're taking some notes because these are pretty powerful. And these are honestly some things that help me overcome the resistance. And number one is creating awareness around that resistance. Like when you start to feel resisting on making that phone call or you feel that resistance or that self-doubt before you take that action, like you're about ready to call that photographer so you can line up some photos for your website, right? Or you're about ready to call that website designer for a logo, right? Or you're about ready to take that next step, but you just... Are hesitating and you find yourself saying, I'm going to do that tomorrow or, you know, I'm going to wait till after this memorial holiday or after Labor Day or, you know, right, my kids are in school, you know, do the do immediately overcome the resistance with the awareness, know and feel the awareness of what you're doing to yourself, right? So that fear of that compass, that fear, that resistance that you have, take a moment and pause. And I want you to feel that awareness for a moment and ask yourself, why am I hesitating? And what am I feeling when I hesitate? And if you need to pause this right now 
and write it down, I encourage you to write that down. It is so, I can't express how powerful it is for you to take a moment, not to just hear the words that I'm saying, but actually write down what is holding you back and how are you feeling when you are hesitating, right? So are you holding back because of you're afraid of failure? Maybe you're afraid of someone judging you. Maybe you just don't know what that next step is. Maybe you do, but you're scared. Write those things down. What is holding you back? Okay, so we're going to dive into number two because I can probably spend all day on number one. So number two is immersing yourself in empowering thoughts and beliefs. Okay, so how do you do that? Immerse yourself and embrace yourself in empowering thoughts and beliefs. How do you do that when we sometimes don't believe in ourselves, right? So it's, it's, it's key to rewire your brain, reprogram your mind challenge yourself. Take 10 minutes every day with a quote, a podcast, an article, the Bible. What is the truth? Relay what you're saying to yourself with the word of God. Because the truth is, is that we are created perfect and we are created in our own way with imperfections. And we have to be inspiring to ourselves. We have to inspire ourselves, right? So take the time to reprogram your mind. Now, I will share to reprogram your mind. It sounds easy, right? And people always say, reprogram your mind. Just just reprogram it. Start with step number one. What is that awareness? What are you saying to yourself that's so bad that you need to rewrite it? You need to rewrite that story and reprogram it. Write that down. So immerse yourself in empowering thoughts and beliefs. Start speaking out loud, empowering thoughts and beliefs about yourself, even when you don't feel it. So start to believe in yourself. Build yourself up, right? Allow your subconscious mind to hear it. Allow it to flow into your subconscious mind because subconsciously you're aware that you're saying these things about yourself, but your subconscious mind is the part of you that is still hesitating and doubting. It's that second voice, that small inner voice that's going, "Mm, not today. You're not, mm, don't think you can do it today. I'm not feeling it. I don't feel like doing it today. Or you keep telling yourself, I can't or I don't know how. Like your subconscious needs to be fully embraced with such powerful words about yourself that eventually it surfaces and it pivots you. And you you are so aware that you're doing this to yourself that your subconscious reacts differently. And do this on repeat. I encourage you to do that on repeat. The third step that helped me is I just future pacing techniques. And what that means is when you future pace yourself, put yourself ahead of time. Okay. So play along with me right now. Take a moment and take another deep breath because I believe breathing and taking breaths are so powerful. Take a moment to take a breath and picture yourself 80 years old. And your 80-year-old self is telling you right now to go for it. 
She's telling you the things that you need to hear. What would you tell your 80-year-old, your 80-year-old self would tell yourself right now? What would that be? You know, let me give you another example. What would you tell your daughter right now? If your daughter looked at you in the eyes and said, I can't go on that playground. I'm too scared. Or I can't, I can't start my own business because I'm too scared. You know, whatever their age is, I give you two different references because I know as little girls, sometimes we're, they're, they're scared to go on the playground because other girls might make fun of them or be judged or, or whatnot. And then as older young ladies, we just hesitate, right? So what would you tell your daughter right now if she came to you? So this is what you need to be telling your future self. What is your future self telling you right now? I want you to embrace that. Really think about it. If you need to pause this and and take a moment to really think, what would she say? She probably would say, go for it. She probably would say, see what offers you. See what the opportunity is for you. Don't hesitate. Life is too short. Play big. Who cares what anybody thinks? Live your best life is what your 80-year-old self is telling you. So tune into her and, and own her power. The belief that the, your 80-year-old self has for you, own it. Take that. Take that power. Take that belief and just wrap yourself around that and embrace it. Number four, stop worrying and stop with the small details. Stop being so scared at making a mistake. Stop focusing on like the little things that are coming your way and start focusing on the big picture of your life. So I want you to imagine what your life would look like right now in 12 months if you were fearless and you you took three, two, three action steps closer to that nonprofit that you want to, to run to serve more people, serve more children. What would you tell yourself? Imagine yourself launching that business, standing on that stage, speaking to other women, sharing your story. What would it be like if you were at home working your business on your time? What would that look like for you? So stop pretending that you want this hobby or you, you, you want this dream, but stop telling yourself, that you're so worried about all the little things on the unknown. I don't know, and I can't, and I don't know when, and I don't know how. Focus on what you can do today. Focus on the big picture of what your life will look like because you're taking the actions that you need. So stop, (laughs) please, let's stop. I can't tell you how many times I have done this for myself, but this is what pivoted me a year and a half ago. I finally looked at my goals and I'm like, okay, here it is June, mid-year, and I haven't accomplished one thing that was on my list. And I've been doing personal development, self-help. I'm the self-help junkie, right? Self-help junkies can, they're junkies, right? They're like hoarders. They hoard all this self love and they hoard all this personal development. They're taking notes at every conference. They're taking notes at every podcast. They're feeling good in the moment, but they never take the action. 
Don't you want to be that one woman that's for yourself that actually does what you tell yourself to do that you look at yourself and you go, wow, I I can do it. I did do it. Like, don't you want to be her, right? Can you imagine yourself taking those actions, like doing the things even when you're not motivated, right? So stop worrying, stop worrying about the details and move forward. Okay. Number five, let's dive into it. So energetic, standing on your ideas and dreams. So be energetic, standing in who you are. Be energetic. This was so powerful for me. I literally, the energy that I gave myself was, it's that stake in the ground where I literally put the fork down, the stake down, I drew the line in the sand, and I made a decision. I stopped telling myself that I was stuck. I stopped telling myself that I can't. I don't know how. I don't know where to go first. I don't know who I'm speaking to. I don't know my story. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I stopped saying that. And I just started doing it. So the thing that's so powerful is when you have this energetic awareness and stance for yourself is that even when you don't feel like it, you're still taking that stance because you're tired of breaking your own promise. So you start telling yourself, I am her. I am going to achieve success. I am going to have the life that I desire. You tell yourself this. You feel it, you embrace it, and you run with it. You have the courage to take the leap. You have the courage to take the steps. You commit yourself and you make it a reality. It's in your bones. It's in your blood. You're connected to that feeling. You're connected to the energy that thrives you, right? So a scripture that I held on to was 2 Corinthians 7, 16. It says, I am very happy because I am of good courage and I have perfect confidence in you in all things. It doesn't say in some things. It says in all things, perfect courage in you in all things, right? I am very happy, even with with the actions I don't want to take. Now, some of you may know that I took a big leap of faith and started this for my 50th birthday. I wanted to be an NPC bikini competitor. I wanted to take my mind and my body to a different level. Now, I know that that's not for everybody, and that doesn't speak to a lot of women, but for, for, for me, I've had three babies. I've, been, I've gained so much weight. I've fluctuated with my weight all my life. I've had these body images and self-depletion images of myself. I've always been an athlete. I've always felt like I've gone to the gym and tried to keep myself in shape. And I've been robotic when I go to the gym. And I've been 186 pounds, almost, almost 196 pounds. I've been that person and I wasn't happy. And I've been 150, I've been 140, I've been back up to 160. I have fluctuated with my weight and I wanted to take myself to a different level. So I hired somebody. And there are days I'm telling you, even hiring somebody to help me as accountability and to guide me and to cheer me on, I have not felt like going to the gym. I don't want to eat rice and chicken again. 
I don't want to have another protein shake. I want to have pizza and some champagne. <laughs> I want I want to have, you know, just soup. I want to have a sandwich, like those little things, you know. But I I persevere through it because I look at the big picture. I look at how I'm going to feel. Not necessarily on stage because I I have to be on stage, but how I'm going to feel as a mom, like how I'm impacting my kids and how my health is so much better because I feel good about myself. The things that I'm accomplishing because I feel good about myself, how I'm inspiring my children right now because I've, I've lost certain amount of weight and I've gained strength. I've gained confidence through this journey, but it's because I've had the courage and commitment to take the leap, to take the steps during quarantine, during when all gyms are closed, when my wrist has pain, when my heel is throbbing, when I'm not feeling like it, when my friends around me are quitting and giving up, I've had to persevere because I'm laser focused on my personal commitment that Gina made, that I made for myself. And I want you guys to find that within yourself. I want you to find that commitment to yourself. What is that one thing that you want to commit to, to yourself and doing? Is it your health? Is it, is it your mind? Is it reprogramming your mind? Is it taking the next action to your life or business? Is it building a relationship with your spouse, with your children? If it's accepting the season that you're in in life right now, I have so many friends that have small children that are feeling like they've got to find their purpose and clarity right now, and they've got to live this big life dream right now. And you know what? Sometimes it's okay. Because I'm telling you, my kids are grown. And I'm spending, I'm here on Memorial Day, literally on Memorial Day, almost noon. I have no plans. All my kids are at work or at a friend's house at the lake. They are doing their own thing. And one of them's with his girlfriend and her family. (laughs) So I and my husband's at the gym. So I'm by myself, you know? So, but what am I doing? I want to be here pursuing my dreams. I'm taking an hour of my time to speak life into other women and for myself because it thrives me. Okay. Homework. I want to give you some homework. I can go on and on and on about this. So, but homework for you is during this podcast, there was a couple moments where I asked you to pause, write down. If you need to re-listen to this podcast and write those down, or if you took those questions and wrote them down, I want you to really take time to be, take the awareness and be aware of yourself and what you're saying. I want you to find and follow somebody as your homework that is doing what you want to do. If that's a business if it's a God-sized dream, if you need to contact me because you need some direction, I'm happy to help you. But I want you to find someone, follow someone that's doing what you want to do so you can feel inspired. And the next step is to reach out to them. Let them know that they inspire you. Ask them questions. Seek. Seek that next step. Be resourceful. Be that for yourself. I'm, I'm open to help you. So don't hesitate. There's resources all around you. Utilize them. So conclusion, hope I've inspired you. 
Choose to create the success that you want, that you deserve. Become who you need to be today. Don't wait to be that achiever that's achieved a book or achieved a goal. Be her today. Be who you need to be. All right, lovelies. I, I'm feeling this moment really in depth. And I just want you to just chase after your dreams. Be resourceful. Love yourself. Be in that energy. And I hope these five steps um, speak to you. Reach out to me on Instagram at Gina Bold Confidence. That's my handle. You can email me, send me a personal note if this impacted you, if this helped you, or if you want to hear more in depth about something, just let me know how you're doing. Let me know more about you. And my email address is Gina Bold Confidence at gmail.com. Gina Bold Confidence at gmail.com. All right, guys, you have an amazing day, and I do have a special guest coming next week. I'm super excited to launch that. My true friend, lady boss, Stephanie Peters, is going to be on here, and I can't wait to share more of her with you guys later. We will talk really soon. Go empower yourselves. Welcome to Bold Confidence Podcast with Gina. I am so excited to bring you today a very, very special guest. So again, welcome to Bold Confidence Podcast with Gina. And we are all about empowering women, faith-filled women, just conquering our beliefs, our limited beliefs, and just powering through and stepping into who we need to become in order to live out our true passions that God has created us for. So in this podcast, I have a special guest and people, let me tell you, I don't know where to start. This woman is amazing. Stephanie Peters is in the house. She is my very first interviewee that is with us here in the community with Bold Confidence. And we are kind of doing a multi-level thing here with YouTube. We're gonna zoom the video. So we are gonna upload it on YouTube so you can actually see our faces and see our reactions and just see how passionate we are about really like impacting your life. And so let me do a formal intro because this could take a while, but I won't, I won't take up all day, I promise. So Stephanie Peters is my friend, a mentor. She is a powerhouse lady boss, true lady boss. But Stephanie Peters is a national speaker, best-selling author, a serial entrepreneur. She founded Lady Boss Empire, a faith-based empowerment platform and resource center for female entrepreneurs. So besides building multiple businesses, she is the host of the Boss Life podcast, creator of an online course, The Boss Life Blueprint. She's a certified John Maxwell coach, a savvy real estate investor. Oh my gosh, this woman is absolutely amazing. And I met her through a podcast. So welcome, Stephanie. Welcome. Why don't you say hello and 
Uh, that was quite the introduction. I have to say, I am so blessed and honored to be the first guest on your podcast. You have changed countless lives, including mine, and I'm excited to get rolling and empower women to win at the end of the day. <laughs> yes, me too. I'm so excited. There are so many things that we can cover, but I really want to stay true and focused on a couple things, real authentic conversations that women have especially pivoting through the crisis and, you know, trying to build a business and trying to achieve our God-sized dreams. And I know that Stephanie Peters is all about God-sized dreams and unleashing, unleashing your lady boss. So I want to start by sharing with you guys how special Stephanie is, okay? So I met Stephanie super random through social media it's one of those events where you think they will never reply to you, never respond to you. Who's looking at me? Who cares? But there was a time in my life about three years ago, and most of my community may know this story, but if you're new to Bold Confidence Podcast, three years ago, I was going through a life adversity with my husband where it just the relationship fell apart. I had to move out with three children. And I found myself in a deep depression. I found myself just doubting myself, who I was. And I had a successful entrepreneurship. I was working corporate and a network marketing job. And both were just stagnant, but I just fell deep in a depression. I lost who I was in that relationship because it threw me for a huge loop. So anytime you go through a bad breakup or a shift in life and you're like what 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 just happened like that's what happened to me and i literally was in bed depressed i couldn't get out of bed and i turned on a podcast and i i didn't know stephanie but i thought this girl's cute and and she had a title of unstuck and it was actually the episode of january 13 of 2018 and on the boss life podcast it's called the secret to unstuck so in case anybody wants to go back and listen to that, I thought, okay, I'm, I'm stuck in life, business, professionally, um, personally, I'm stuck everywhere. So let's hear what this lady has to say, this cute lady, right? So I listened to this podcast and it changed my life. And she, I, I won't go over the whole podcast, but essentially this podcast was all about owning your power word, owning who you are, the truth versus the lie that the devil's telling you and own yourself. And most of you guys that know me, I now, that's what I do. I help women transform just how I did. But this podcast totally changed my life. And long story short, the end of the podcast, Stephanie Peters says, come say hi to me on Instagram. This is my handle. And so I go to Instagram, I say hi to her, and she said hi back. Whoa. I'm like, okay, very nice. So she messaged me and it was so sincere and this is how powerful DMs are, but she messaged me and was just authentically her reaching out, asking me how can she pray for me? And um, it ended up being a phone conversation into a Zoom. And she, 10 weeks later, her and her sweet mama, uh, Mama P, drove from Minnesota to Tulsa to mentor me, uh, spend time with me, love on me. And I know that that's kind of rare, but 
Things like this can happen for you too. You have to be open to the possibilities. You have to be vulnerable in these situations. Had I had Stephanie not shared her message and had I not messaged her and she not follow the will of God and just respond, we wouldn't all be here today empowering more women together, but this podcast totally changed my life. I wanted to share that in this podcast so people authentically really know why Stephanie means so much to me and when, and you and I align a lot, we're faith women. Um, we love empowering other women. And uh, there has been times in my life where I have literally been on a Zoom call like this and Stephanie has literally laid hands on the computer trying to rebuke the bully crap that I was telling myself because I was like, Stephanie, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I even, even, you know, although working through a lot, I still felt stuck. So I want to start with this, Stephanie. Um, there's a question that, or a quote really, that we oftentimes know about ourselves, but we, we don't really think about or put into place. So what I'm trying to say is most of us have two lives and I can't remember who says this quote, but most of us have two lives, right? The audience can relate to this, the life that we live and the unlived life that's within us. Now, I wanna unravel that in all bits and pieces from imposter syndrome and comparison and overthinking. And, you know, a lot of times we think we're not good enough or qualified. So I wanna unravel, tell me what are your thoughts on how we can get out of our own way to live that unlived life that's within us? Well, first off, I just wanna say, like even you just sharing your story and where you come from that, you know, it, before we started recording, you're like, oh my gosh, you changed my life. And I, I have to say like, that's really sweet and kind, but no, I didn't change your life. God changed your life and you took the initiative. I just gave you the tools and just guided you to that next step in life. But you are the one that had to dig deep inside of you in order to propel yourself forward with the strength of God inside. And so I just think that it's such a beautiful gift that you gave to yourself. And that's why I think it is so important to continually expose yourself, especially when you're going through those times where you're feeling stuck or you're feeling like you're doubting yourself or you can't take that next step. You absolutely can, but you are a combination of your five closest friends the books that you read, the places that you go, and may I add the podcast that you listen to. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, it truly, it truly is. You have to keep exposing yourself to that next level of potential in your life and to show up as the best version of yourself. Life is going to knock you down. Like even what Rocky says in one of his quotes, long story short in the quote, it's like life is going to knock you down so hard. It's not how hard you get hit. It's how quickly you can get back up and keep moving forward. So as far as, you know, getting out of our own way, getting out of the imposter um, syndrome, you know, a lot of people will say, well, you've got to take massive action on those God-sized dreams. Well, maybe you are in that state of depression that you are going through that vicious cycle. So I say, you don't need to take that massive action. If you can do that, by all means, do that. But take the next best step. Even when you're doubting, even when you don't understand, even when the, the whole like one year plan isn't showing up, you know, I just, I'm very biblically based. And uh, in the scriptures, it says, I am a, you know, light, uh, basically a light unto your path 
and, or a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. And so what happened back in the olden days is that they had like literally lamps that were connected to both sides of their feet. And so they couldn't see the full like mile forward in the dark. They could see the next step. And that's where faith comes in. And that's where, you know, not being able to see the big picture, it's okay. Just know that God has your back and he's going to support you every single step of the way. It can be freaking so scary but believe that you can take that next best step. I think that's powerful. I, I like two things that you said, um, and I'm just gonna say them real quick, is the small steps um, and doing what you, the next best thing and then believing in yourself. So let's kind of dig into those two really quick. That small step, I, I can relate being in that season, the very small step, and again, it kind of depends the state of mind that you're in. I was in a true depression, kind of a state of mind. I really couldn't even get myself out of bed. And um, the small step that I took was just being in gratitude. And I know everybody says that. It might sound a little too cliche, but there's so much power in um, the gratitude. I, Looking back, I didn't have time. And it's true, they... You know, our leaders will say this. You don't have time to dwell in the negative when you're in gratitude. And looking back, I would literally wake up in the morning and just take a deep breath and just be thankful that I could breathe. Literally, that's all that I could really be thankful for because I had lost my family. And, you know, so that was the small step that I took. Um, for that season, but there's women out there that aren't quite in there in a different season and, and they may have worked through that season. Um, so what would you say would be a next big step for somebody that is not in that depressed stage and they're ready? They're like, they're ready. I'm ready to make that, make that next step. Um, and, and they're working through the limiting beliefs and yeah. believing in themselves. What would you say would be the next best step? Absolutely. So, so we have so many self-limiting beliefs that we aren't aware of because it's default. It's the way that we are raised or it's the blueprint that we've been given by the people are around us. Like I even had a guy in my life saying, Steph, you're going to be bankrupt in six months without me. And it was a very, very toxic relationship. And I, even though that I was literally in this vicious cycle of my mind saying, you can't do this. You, you can't jump out without this guy. You can't be successful. Like there were right. so many different things that were renting space in my head. And yeah. I say, that's prime real estate. I'm not letting anything or anyone rent space in my head and being self-aware. So a very just tangible way to go about that. And I write about this in my first book and in my second book is write out all the lies that you're telling yourself. I can't be successful. I don't have what it takes. Um, I, I can't be successful at real estate. I can't lose the weight. I can't go on video until I lose yeah. 10 pounds. All of those lies. And then you need to tell yourself the truth. And, um, and, and let's say, oh, I'm not, I don't have the tech skills to figure out how to do YouTube and be successful at that. Your course corrected to everything's figure outable and I will hire a consultant or uh, YouTube is my best, or let's say YouTube is my best friend. I will Google how to be able to be effective on YouTube. Everything mm -hmm. 
is figure outable. So just getting yourself out of that spot, not only do you want to burn the lies on the left-hand side when you write all those things down, but then post the truths on the right-hand side. And then what I highly recommend is have affirmations of I am um, more than a conqueror in Christ, or I am extremely successful. I have what it takes. Um, it's not me that's going to rock this out. It is the one that is within me that is going to rock this out because, you know, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So no matter what gets thrown in my path, I am going to power forward no matter what. It's so important to command your mind of what to think because business and life is one and lost in the mind. And one of my favorite books actually mm-hmm. that has helped me to power forward when I'm feeling weak is a book called Command Your Morning by Cindy Trim. And I promise you, if you read through that and you take those principles and you command your mind every single morning, whatever you decide to put your mind to, all bets are off because it's based in the word of God and it just shares who you are and it anchors you in the truth of the living word of God. I think that's so powerful. I'm a true testament of that. And, and honestly, you've given me permission, but that is something that I do teach because it, it works and it, it changed me as far as really outlining and writing it down. When I mentor women, Stephanie, sometimes you know, as a homework assignment, I, I ask them, write, write that down, take note, be aware of what the lies you're saying to yourself. Just take note of it, you know, don't be overwhelmed with it, but just write it down. And we do that for about four to seven days. And we meet at the end of the fourth or seventh day. And then we turn those into truths. And we look at it, first of all, is it really the truth? Does it align with the word? You know, we, we really look at those together and because that's what changed my life. And during your podcast, you shared and in your book, it, you share in depth about that. And there's so much power, not only being aware, but writing it down. So I like that you said really writing that down and flipping it and going that extra mile. I, I, I'm really passionate about really taking responsibility. And maybe that's from a military dad, police officer dad, you know, a very strict background. But really, you know, my dad always taught me do it the right way the first time so you don't have to go back and redo it. And, you know, our thoughts are the same way, taking full captivity of our thoughts and taking responsibility is so huge. And your podcast taught that. Um, where do you think the belief kind of sets in? I know a lot, a lot of women um, and the community that's with Bold Confidence, they are entrepreneurs. They're, they are real estate agents. They are side hustle women. They're moms. They're single moms. I've got, there's women of all sorts that have these God-sized dreams as well that are trying to figure out how to really believe in my, their selves. Um, and they're saying, I, I think I do, I don't. What else do you think, like, I mean, don't you feel like the responsibility, the awareness and just repeating and just owning it, there's so much power to that, wouldn't you say? There, there absolutely is. There's, there's a ton of power in owning it, but I think also so often in the personal development world, you can get so sucked into, in a good way, this isn't a bad thing, of like, 
um, I'm amazing, I've got what it takes and all these things. And that's great to get your mindset there, but you also need to back it up with sweat equity because you can be talking how amazing you are every single morning, but if you don't have a game plan to back it up, hope is not a strategy. You know, you can be hoping all day long, but you need, this is one of my mantras is I um, pray like everything depends on God and I work like everything depends on me because it does. And I think that is one place that women can get disillusioned because we are in the feminine energy and we are about, you know, the attraction. But at the end of the day, I think it's so important to have a combination of the feminine energy and the masculine energy, the feminine in like get blessing and releasing it, you know, just getting your mindset right. But then do the freaking work. So many people are soft and they are like, well, you know, this is happening in my life. That's happening in my life. Yeah. We've all been dealt some cards, but let's get out of our own way and let's take super, super solid steps to move forward and become an expert in our space. Because like even in in transitioning from the career that I was with before and now maintaining that and putting the leadership in place, that has been um, incredible to watch my leaders lead. And when I've just been pushing them out of the nest, pushing them out of the nest, that's been such a beautiful gift. But then it created space for this next season. I've been a real estate investor for a little over 12 years and it's my second strongest stream of income to date. But then as I push myself out of the nest to really learn the ins and outs of the wholesaling space of being an agent and from like start to finish and really getting into the nitty gritty. I had a guy, you know, tell me how terrible I was doing on something. And uh, it was kind of funny because, you know, some people would react to that, but I kind of laughed because I'm like, well, numbers don't lie. Facts don't lie. You know, when I was seeing the assignment fees that the average person was getting to the assignment fees that I was getting, and it it was two and a half times, I'm like, you can talk till the day is long of how terrible you think I am doing. But at the end of the day, I have now, like I'm definitely well in the way. I don't call myself an expert in the space yet. I'm still learning, I'm still growing. But the average person um, on a Friday night is gonna go hang out with their friends and just not really maybe move the needle forward. I have decided in this season in my life, I'm putting a lot of the things that would be fun to do to the, just I'm putting them to the side because it's my time to become an expert in the space. And when I become an expert in the space and own it, whenever I have imposter syndrome, it's like, no, I'm putting in the sweat equity and I will figure it out. So I think it is so important that when that imposter syndrome does pop into your life, Those are real feelings, but how do you get rid of those feelings? Become an expert, watch the next video, take the next action, apply yourself. And when you take those small steps and you take that action and you prove to yourself, hey, I I am successful. I did make this thing go through. Or even let's say you failed at it. Just say, you know what? That failure, it wasn't necessarily a failure. Failure, it helped me learn what I don't want to do moving forward, but you got to put in the hours. Like Malcolm Gladwell talks about is the 10,000 hours to become the expert. There's no way around it. You got to put in the sweat equity. Exactly. I think there's so much power into just personal development. And I, I think in order to, you know, it reminds me of the vision boards. Everybody's really into visioning the things that they want. But what about a vision board on who you need to become in order to get the things that you want, which, you know, so you can serve more and because and, money is a good thing. But, you know, what about a vision of who you want to become and start being her? I'm, I'm really passionate about becoming 
um, who you need to be. Um, share how you have become who you needed to be in order to um, be a successful entrepreneur. And maybe share, if you don't mind, a little bit um, about your first journey becoming a millionaire um, at such a young age when somebody told you to get a real job or I think he told you, tell us a little bit about that, that story, yes, because yes. that's pretty powerful. Oh, absolutely. I, I didn't have the skills to back me up early on in the game. I was 18 years old. I had no prior business experience. I didn't know what I was doing. And for the first six months, I did go all out massive action on, and, and just to make this very clear, on my dream, not God's dream for me. Right. And there's a big difference. When I was running after the titles and the accolades and the status, I was going nowhere super fast. And so what happened in those first six months, I was grinding. I, I joke, I'm like, I was networking like I was running for governor. Like I was making it happen in my strength. Right. But you got, I got to a point of a breaking point where I remember it like it was yesterday. I was sitting across the table from a guy that I had met at a networking event. And he was probably 50 some years old, you know, white, tall guy that I was like, you know, I'm, I'm just going to show him the ins and outs of my business, see if there could be a collaboration here. Um, when we sat down and I started going through it within five minutes, he said, stop. And I was kind of freaked out. I'm like this little 18 year old girl. I'm like, what do you want me to stop? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was very, I was very nervous to even just put right. myself out there. And he said, you know what? Do you really think you're going to be successful? And I kind of was like taken back. I'm like, well, I kind of thought I was, but maybe you're telling me else <laughs> something else. And he's like, you know what? If I were you, I'd go get a real job and make something of my life. The likelihood of you actually being successful at this is slim to none. The chips are stacked against you, kid. Good luck. And I already was getting no after no after no after no. And I, I couldn't keep it together. I couldn't keep my composure. And I remember um, putting all my stuff away very quickly. And I said, well, thanks for your time. And I ran out. And I remember sitting in my car and just bawling. And so many emotions were flooding through me. Like, who do you think you are? You'll never be successful. You don't have what it takes. And I remember hardly being able to call my mom, Mama P. She always makes life way better. <laughs> and I said, oh, my gosh, this guy just totally put me in my place. I, I really don't think I'm going to be successful. And she said, well, come around. Just drive on over to my house. Let's walk around the pond. And now I, I do call it now the therapy pond because one lap around, life is daisies and rainbows again. I love the support system of Mama P. I wouldn't be where I am today. I anymore. love Mama P, too. Hi, Mama P, if you're listening, we love you. <laughs> yes, totally. And uh, I drove over to her house. I like mascara is going everywhere. I just cannot keep it together. We walk around the pond one time, like her hoorah cheerleader speech. It was not making a difference. And so she's like, well, let's go around the pond one more time. I'm like, it's not, it, you know what? I'm done. I can't be successful. I'm not meant to be an entrepreneur. I'll just do what everyone else does nine to five. There's nothing wrong with nine to five, by the way, if that's what you're called to. But I felt that I was called to the other route of an entrepreneur. And so we walked around the pond a second time. And as we're walking up the driveway, when nothing had shifted of anything that she had said, she said, Steph, 
You can stand the heat or you can get out of the kitchen. Entrepreneurship is not for everyone. Obviously, it's not for you. And I remember looking at her and thinking to myself, I'm a spitfire. I've got everything that it takes. I said, how could you? My own mom doesn't even freaking believe in me. You're just going to give up on me just like that? And I, I slammed the front door in her face. I've apologized since. <laughs> but I, re- I remember running down into the guest bedroom or bathroom. And like I said, I was a hot mess, just bawling in front of the mirror, being very dramatic, 18 years old, teenager. <laughs> and I said, God, I feel like this called me to do. And I'm getting no after no after no after no and going nowhere super fast. I'm so upset with you right now. And I felt like this still, small voice said, Steph, this is not about you. And if you keep going down this same path, yeah, you are going to be so stuck in your path. But if you make this about other people and changing their lives, you, I will open doors that no man can shut. And I will do in an instant what you can't do in a lifetime. Ooh, I love that. And that was the moment that changed my life forever. And I I remember just like tearing up and just saying, God, I've been doing this completely wrong. I am so sorry. And I don't care how long it takes me to get to senior director, executive director, and beyond. I'm going to get there and I'm going to change thousands of lives in the process and I'm going to dedicate this business to you. This isn't about me and I want to become the person that you want me to be in order to accomplish the purpose that you placed on my heart. So I surrender all of it to you and I give this business to you. And the day, go ahead, go ahead, Gina. Oh, I'm just like all these thoughts, like I'm note taking, note taking. I call those come to Jesus talks, by the way. And when Jesus speaks, it's that inner voice that, that you, that you heard and you, you quickly deciphered, this is probably your Holy Spirit is Jesus speaking to me. And you, you quickly embraced it and felt the peace of God. And I think sometimes with that inner voice, sometimes as women, as Christians, we, we sometimes feel like it's just a fog or we're not clear on that voice. But I think we really need to own that voice and know that's a true just really grasping it that that is coming from the Lord. And I think that's so powerful that you at such a young age, I, that can be is relatable at 18 and 48 because we all throw tantrums at whatever age we're at. And we all throw, hear that inner voice. We all at whatever age we're in wonder, where is God? Yeah. And you matched your, the inner voice. You made a quick decision. You reflected and you matched it with some with better intentions. You saw what what Jesus was trying to speak to you about. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, there have been seasons in my life that were that have been so crystal clear, like that moment, which I love because you know, for us, a, a stubborn German girl that well, three fourths German, one fourth Dutch. I'm very stubborn, and unless you just basically beat me over the head with a bat the likelihood of me listening, I'm getting better, I promise. <laughs> but it, 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 it's sometimes I have my agenda and I have what I want to do. But truly, it's so great when God shows up in a clear way like that. And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. That was my agenda, not yours. Here we go. You're, you're my CEO. I'm, I'm following suit. 
but there are moments in my life where it isn't as crystal clear, Mm -hmm. where I'm like, where are you? I can't hear your voice. And sometimes like something just recently that has happened to me is I wasn't hearing his voice because I wasn't being obedient to what he asked me to do. And so because of that, delayed obedience is disobedience. And you can't hear as clearly when you aren't in alignment with him. And so when you do get back into alignment with him and you do take that next best step of what he's asking you to do, it was like my ears from the Holy Spirit were opened again because I'm now back in alignment. So just know that if if you're having a hard time where you're like, I'm not hearing from God, I'm really having a hard time of what that next best step looks like. Sometimes God uses silence as one of those best tools to really be able to walk by faith and not by sight. Or maybe you're doing everything in your power and you are in alignment, but you're still not hearing him. The, the way that I say it best is if you're unclear on that next step in your life, take the next step because you, God can't drive a parked car and he will, he will turn you to the right. He will turn you to the, the left, but just take the next best step. Because if, if you get into that whole paralysis of analysis, he can't use you when you're paralyzed. So it's, you just have to keep moving forward. I had a situation where I was like, I don't know. I was so, I wasn't getting that still small voice that I was hearing. I was like, I want to go back there of like really hearing his, his like complete divine words. But I took a step that I was scared spitless about taking that I talk about jump and the net will appear and build it on the way down. And even though that I was so bound up in fear I knew that the enemy was overplaying his hand. And as soon as I made that decision, there there was a lot of questions and there was still a lot of fear revolving around it. But he opened my ears to, okay, you took a really hard step where you didn't quite know. And I know in my gut, it was the right next step. And he's now illuminated the next step and the next step and the next step. So don't be afraid to just jump out in faith. He's going to course correct you, even if it isn't the right thing. Because I think we can get so paralyzed. Of, Is it the right thing? Make the move. <laughs> that next step, you, you say that a lot. And it's so true. It's so powerful. And I can just hear my head. And maybe it's the season right now because of the crisis and things that we're going through that um, a lot of women are like, I don't even know what that next step is, Gina. She goes, I, I don't know. And, um, you know, I, I want to dive into the on the other side of fear. And you are very, uh, I guess, known for speaking about faith over fear and walking through that. And I have walked through it so recently in the last year. So I know looking back, like how scared I was to walk through fear. It's kind of like knowing there's fire in front of you, but you know that your success and joy and fulfillment is on the other side of that fire. And you're like, I don't want to go through that fire. And I don't know what that next step is that's on the other side of fire. But you just have to walk through. And I, I, I want to talk about that. Like, because I think women see that fire, which is doubt. Uh, it, it has to be perfect and lined out. Um, and taking that next step that you talk about. How, how would you describe that next step and facing the fire, facing the fear, walking through it, even if you are totally blinding, you don't know. Like, yeah. t- 
explain that because there's there really is especially with this time and things are going around right there women are like i just don't know what that next step is absolutely well, one book that really helped to set me free to move forward is a book by john maxwell failing forward because it gave me permission to fail. It gave me permission to, you know what, even if this isn't the next step, either either you win or you learn, you never lose, as long as you take those principles and move forward with them. Like I even had something recently that I made a call on something that I was literally so paralyzed in my mind about. And when I, be- when I became self-aware and started journaling on it, I'm like, I'm so bound up right now. This is like so toxic on so many levels. And so I just had to walk myself through it. You know what? Let's say I walk away from this and it's one of the worst things that I could have done. Well, I'm miserable right now. The the worst thing that's going to happen is I'm miserable over there. <laughs> but the best thing is, is I could literally light my soul back on fire. I can get rid of this soul suffocating you know, experience that I'm going right now, it's choose your heart. You know, it's, it's, it's the choose your heart of being fat and having no energy and, 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 but reaching for the bonbons or it's like choosing the heart of, I am so drained of energy right now, but I'm going to go out and I'm going to go on a walk around the park. I'm going to drink a uh, half a gallon of water. Just do the, the thing that is going to bring you to the promised land. You're going to be in a much better spot nothing, nothing changes. If you keep staying in this same spot, you want to think about the risk and the reward. And, and the other thing that I always am thinking about is, am I playing to win or am I playing not to lose? Because when you're playing not to lose, you're always going to go to the place of the least resistance and you're not going to take that risk and you aren't going to lean into the uncomfortable, but now you're living in a life that's good. And what's the, What's the enemy to great good? Well, it's it's not it's not great, but it's good. You know, I'm in a relationship that you know. Let's say you're dating someone, or you're in a business partnership where you're like, well, it's 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 not the best that it could be, but you know, it's better than being alone. Well, is that true? Like, let's let's really ask yourself that, and let's dive into it. Is it better? to be in a, in a, a place of stagnation and knowing that that person is never going to change and continually settle for second best when great is on the other side of ripping off the bandaid and say, you know what, I'm going to create the space. That amazing man is not going to come into my life until I create the space and get rid of this stagnant relationship. It's so hard of ripping the bandaid off, but I promise you I've done it time and time again. I just ripped off the bandaid, probably one of the, uh, the band-aids that hurt the worst, probably in my entire life in the last couple of months. And I will tell you, I am already feeling so much more free because I decided to, you know, if you're going through hell, might as well skip, get to the other side. (laughs) Oh, so much power and a lot that you said. Um, Gosh, I mean, even what came to my mind at the very end there was boundaries, you know, knowing what's good for you, what's right for you, the energy that that's, you know, if it's a partnership or if it's a relationship or if it's even with yourself, you know, what kind of energy are you giving yourself? What kind of energy are you giving the, in the relationships around you? What are you getting back? Um, I think that really plays, you know, a lot into your average of your five and putting yourself in the right situations and boundaries, 
You know, I, I think that's what comes to mind with, with everything at the very end that you said after going through the fire. And I know that was our question, going through the fire and how does that feel and what does it look like? And I want to touch on that too, because I know for me that fire was a year and a half ago when I, when I literally looked at my list of goals and I was like in June and I'm like, I was pumped January 1st. And like I had written down, you know, realistic goals and here was June. And I, I, that fire was, for me, was making that decision like, okay, well, what are you going to do about it, Gina? I literally looked at my list, felt sorry for myself. Oh, pity me. Look at you. And then felt like a failure, felt like you, you know, just everything was just starting to tremble. And I asked myself a very important question that I think a lot of women need to ask themselves is, is this the same road that you want to continue living and doing? Because ultimately, it's Gina, it's your responsibility. Do you really want to be in the same boat? And because I had a moment of, okay, I was feeling this and sitting here doing, you know, being a self-love junkie and educating and learning and doing all these things, but I wasn't taking that next step. And it was that question of asking myself, Gina, you have a choice. You have a choice of staying right where you are, be comfortable, be miserable, be play the victim, or you can actually step into the fire, step into the next season, become her, be bold, go bold, like Stephanie Peters' podcast says, go bold and go hard, play hard, choose faith over fear, and are you going to do that? And I really, I literally was like this come to Jesus talk, looking at myself like, holy heck, I, I don't want to stay where I'm at. And I think that's yeah. such a powerful question for women to face that fire and to get through it. You know, do you, that fire is worth it, right? That success I know is, is so much worth it on the other oh. side. Well, like even, even back there were two choices back with that guy. I could have laid down and said, entrepreneurship is not for me. That was yeah. one of my choices. Or I made the decision to say, I will not be denied. And uh, God is my CEO and I'm powering forward. I don't care how the, how the hell I'm going to get there. I know that he's going to illuminate the way. And so I went all out massive action. I didn't care what anybody said. I knew I was going to be changing lives. And I knew a piece of my purpose and a piece of why I do what I do is to help women win in business and in life. And so it was just amazing how God brought supernatural and divine connections from the north, south, east, and west. I'm always praying for supernatural and divine connections from all corners of the earth. And it was incredible how I was just went to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing. And I became the youngest female senior director and executive director in that company to date. Was that just by happenstance? No, it was because I decided to put myself through hell and, and, and I've made so many sacrifices of that short-term sacrifice for the long-term gain. And I will tell you, it has been one of the biggest blessings of the people that I've met, the lives that I've impacted, the people that have impacted me, the financial freedom that I was able to build for myself. And it's just incredible when you move forward, even when you're questioning, even when you're doubting, even when you feel like you don't have anything left to you don't have anything left to give. You have to lean in and believe that that second wind is coming. Oh, absolutely. And those naysayers where you were discussing a minute ago with that guy, 
Totally. I mean, when you start moving into success and through the fire, you will have naysayers. You will have those people that are like, what are you doing? What are you thinking? Why? You know, you're, my, mom, my mom told me to get a real job when I quit corporate to start my entrepreneurship. And that was hard. I mean, so I, and again, we have these choices to surround ourselves with up-leveling people and, and these choices to take our thoughts into captivity or, 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 or not. So it's, it's such a mind boggling journey, but you have to fully believe in yourself, go through the fire. And it is, there's so much truth. I remember hating, I literally hate, and I can say this cause I I'm 49 for years. I hated when people said, just get clarity, just, just move, do this, do that. And you're like, I'm still stuck. And a lot of it was just me. I couldn't get past me. And when I actually learned to let go of past pain, past hurt, past, I'm just playing that victim card, you know, um, and just moving through it. Oh, you can be your biggest villain in your story or you can be the hero that rescues you from the situation. It's a choice. It absolutely is a choice. Like you can get into Plum's disease, poor little old me, or you can get into, yeah, this sucks. This is a terrible situation that I'm in, but what's the common denominator that of this maybe vicious cycle that has been going on again and again and again? I can choose to say, you know what? I'm going to get myself out of this. It may be very, very difficult to do it, but I'm going to get there. And the other thing that I think you had posted, I love this by Angie Lee that you had uh, posted, was it yesterday? I, I saw it on your story and I love this. It's like the only people that don't have imposter syndrome are psychopaths and like four-year-old kids that are screaming for what they want or something to that yeah. effect and it's like it's not true like none of us feel that we're equipped none of us feel that we have what what it takes unless we're an absolute narcissist most of the time you know and you have to build yourself up into that self-confident person so you'll you'll eventually get there but just know these feelings are normal breathe through it you've got what it takes power forward and god's gonna help you every single step of the way and the other the other piece is to be okay of not having it be exactly the way that you had envisioned. And the way that I say it is different than I expected, but better than I ever imagined. And I think a lot of the frustration, the anxiety and the fear is between what we thought was our ideal life to what reality is. And, and, and the gap in between is the thing that creates all of that anxiety and fear and frustration. So when you can just say, you know what, I'm still going towards that goal. I'm still going towards that God-sized dream. But how I get there is up to God. I'm not going to stress out about this isn't aligning or that isn't aligning. Well, maybe that's not your path. And to be okay with not feeling okay with the path to get there. Because I know like even in this next season, I had massive vision on what it was going to look like with this business partner, what it was going to look like of us powering through and, and building this amazing, you know, multi-million dollar empire together and changing people's lives together for the kingdom. And it, it was heaven until it was hell and it fell apart. And I'm like, oh my Lord, this was my vision. And this is what I feel that God was putting on my heart. Well, you know what? It's not happening that way, but that's okay. And I know that as I just keep following that still small voice, he's going to reveal that next thing. And not to say that that vision isn't going to happen. It absolutely could, but being okay with the process and the windy road on the way there.
Yeah, the journey is not a straight avenue. I mean, there's the journey, you'll get through a storm, a tornado, the fire, there's all sorts of things through the journey. And I love what you said. I, I, I teach this in my course about the blueprint of your life because this happens as 30 year old. I know you had a 30 year old midlife, midlife crisis. I had a 40, almost 50, I'll be 50 this year. So I had like this almost 50 year old crisis. So I know 40 year olds go through this too, where you think your life should be, should have been a certain way by now. And you're yeah. like, wait a minute, I've got kids, you know, at my feet and like, I'm, I can't even work my side hustle. You know, my husband travels, I'm, or you, you, or you don't have kids and you think you should have kids or, you know, your blueprint should, shouldn't, I mean, sometimes you have to revise that blueprint. I feel, yeah, you know, absolutely. and look into why dwell on the old blueprint when you can't change it. You can only change today and the blueprint that you want for the future. But sometimes accepting the season and where you're at too is so powerful. And I know we can talk on and on about this stuff. I would love to get into a couple questions that, because um, our time is um, kind of, uh, your time is valuable and I know we've kind of exceeded your time limits. So, and I know you've got some amazing things to do today. So I want to touch on a couple questions real quick that, um, and then I won't even get to the fun questions I wanted to ask, but I will get into uh, some questions. For example, um, I have the, um, let's see, Brooke Harper, she's one of them. Brooke Harper asked about entrepreneurship. She is in marketing and she has several clients. She talked about time management. Time management was a big deal for her, which I know is a big deal for a lot of people in whatever business. I know I have real estate friends as well in here. I have other entrepreneurs that are in here that are feeling like they're overwhelmed with multitasking and everything seems to be important, right? So give me an idea, because I know you, you run several businesses, um, and you've got multiple clients, projects, things going. How do you stay so organized? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think any type of entrepreneur sometimes can feel like they're wearing all the hats and it's super, super overwhelming. Um, there's a handful of different things that come to mind. One of them is making sure that you're starting out your day with a daily mode of operation, getting your head and the mindset in the right spot. So making sure that you're doing something for your soul. Like, so for me, when I wake up, I have my devotions. I have my coffee, um, I go work out, I listen to a podcast while I'm working out for personal development and learning more in real estate. And then I, I have my prayer and my devos and my journaling. And then I start my day because how you start your day really sets the precedent of like how you are going to power forward in your whole day. So setting yourself up for success from the get go, I think is so important. Awesome. Then the, the next thing is, is really setting aside and allocating what are the things that are going to move the needle forward? And so that you can be spending your whole day organizing things, creating systems and all this stuff. But by the end of the day, you're like, how did I actually move the needle forward? So I like to block out what I call power hours where I put this on my phone. I put the timer on for one hour and I say, okay, I'm going to make calls for one hour from nine o'clock 
to 10 o'clock in the morning. And unless my desk is set on fire, that's what I'm doing. I'm not jumping on social media. Um, I'm not answering texts. I'm not answering the phone. I am making calls. And it's amazing how much you can get done in a short period of time when you're focusing on the main thing. And I talk about in my book of like how to lay out your, your whole power plan and your power week so that you don't let a week go by where you're like, well, I wanted to write that book. I wanted to start that podcast. I wanted to start that blog. Well, that's not move forward at all because you let the fires of everybody else's urgency take hold of your life. And especially as an empath, it's so easy to get sucked into that. There's a time and a place to be able to help all parties involved. But if you aren't filling up your own cup and you aren't making your priorities, your priorities, you're going to start to feel really resentful. So number one, daily mode of operation in the morning, your dream routine, then um, putting together power hours in place. And then the next piece is automate, eliminate, delegate. So automate automate the systems. Like what are those things that you keep doing over and over and over again that, that, that you can actually put on autopilot with leveraging technology and then eliminate so many people. Well, I have to do this. I have to take the kids here and I have to, you know, go and, and, and um, volunteer here and I have to go do this. Do you? Because for a season, I'm not saying you have to put all these things on the back burner forever, but if you truly want to move your life forward and your God-sized dreams forward, you're going to have to procrastinate or eliminate the things that aren't moving the needle forward. So automate, delegate, eliminate. So get rid of some of those things and then delegate. Who are the people that you could hire that could do the thing that you are doing in half the time frame, but you're trying to figure it all out? You know, sometimes it's scary to hire that first virtual assistant, or it's scary to hire that person that will help you, or like even someone to clean the house, someone that will do the books, someone that will pick, like um, hiring a nanny, whatever you need to do to take those things off your plate. So that, because you've got a zone of genius and when you are in your zone of genius and you are in your money making hours, you're worth so much per hour. And if you start getting bogged down by all the craziness of life, you aren't going to move your goals forward. So those are some rules of thumb for me that I'm always thinking about. Can I automate this? Can I delegate this? Can I eliminate this? And am I staying on my power hours? In my book, I talk about how to set your top 10 goals, your top three goals and your number one goal, and then allocate the time with the power hours to back that up. And it probably, that might've been an overwhelming answer, but if you do have questions on specifics, feel free to reach out to me at ladyboss underscore SP on Instagram or um, downloading my book, The Boss Life Blueprint, because it literally walks it out. <laughs> You're so sweet. Um, step by step on exactly how to lay out your week and your month and your every quarter, quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four. So you aren't waking up on the first January 1st of the following year. And you're like, okay, I have, I have the same goals as last year because I let the busy and crazy of life take over. Exactly. I love that. I want to thank you for being here. I, I'm glad you mentioned how my audience can uh, reach out to you and just say how much they love this podcast um, and they can connect with you. Is your Instagram handle, Facebook, or where, where can people else find you? 
They can also go to thebosslife.tv and send me a message there. I would love to connect with you and help you to propel your God-sized dream forward. Like, that's why I've been put on this planet. I love helping people win in business and in life and even in, like, the real estate arena. If you are at the point where you're like, you know what? I would love to create another stream of income, stack it right on top of what I'm already doing. I have some phenomenal resources in the real estate game um, and even just the side hustle from home. Like, however I can add value to you, um, reach out. I'd love to have a conversation yeah. and help. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but I just have to add, you saved me and helped me when I was wanting to build multiple streams of income. We collaborated together and we were able to, I was able to accomplish thousands of dollars in what, 30, 40 days, I accomplished a certain goal and created some income for myself. And so, you know, definitely reach out to Stephanie and I about more than that if you want to talk to us about that or be involved with building multiple streams of income. It's so powerful for us women to feel so confident in how we're showing up for ourselves financially as well in the real estate program or side hustle. I want to elaborate real quickly on this book and then we're going to say goodbye, but um, we have a blueprint book. Most of you guys that are on the podcast can't see, so you'll have to go over to YouTube and see our faces and this amazing book that Stephanie is the author of. It's the Boss Life Blueprint. And this blueprint is basically your personal power plan to ignite God-sized dreams and building the life you crave. So this, I I can't, I'm speechless because I love, when I first opened it up, I couldn't even believe how powerful it was and how different it was. So it starts off with um, a contract to yourself. And come to Jesus talk, I always talk about, she has that with you in here. She has this come to Jesus talk with you about being the boss that you need to be and who you need to become. And she talks about a contract in here on the commitment that you're going to make to yourself, which is that promise of getting through the fire, however that journey leads you. So this is a step-by-step. You walk through it. There's pages. She has an online course that matches this. And if you want to learn more about that, that would be, is it the bosslive.tv? Yep, absolutely. Yep. So www.thebosslife.tv and or you can reach out to me and I can get get you the link as well. Stephanie, is there anything else you would like to add before we say goodbye? And I, I want to thank you so much for your time, your love, your dedication to me and being a follower of Christ, because I know you say it was all Jesus um, changing my life, but literally he worked through you to get to me. And had you not followed um, the, the, the walks of life and the following of Christ, I wouldn't be who I am today, which is uh, I feel like my fifties watch out, watch out. I, Oh girl, I am cheering for you so loud. You are rocking it out in your own right. And I just have to say, it's just amazing how God works and like looking at those small little God wings of, you know, I put out a podcast. I didn't feel that I knew what was going on. I was like, is anyone else going to listen to this besides my mom? (laughs) You know, we have all these different things that are renting space in my head. And I was just faithful with what God put on my heart and put it out and thank thank the Lord, like humbly, it truly changed Gina's life. Mm -hmm. But what I think is so cool and full circle is she reached out to me and she said, Steph, I have this really big vision on my heart. I don't know how all the pieces are going to come together, but I have this bold confidence conference. And I was wondering if you would be one of my guest speakers. 
And I have been, especially with me dialing into the real estate space, I've been saying no to a lot of speaking engagements and to a lot of even podcast interviews because I'm putting a lot of that on the back burner because I want to become the expert in the space in the real estate arena. But I really felt a tug from the Lord to say yes. So when she asked me, I said yes. But what I think is so cool is I was putting this boss life blueprint on the back burner because there was something toxic that was happening in my life that I was putting my God-sized dream on the back burner. And I called um, Gina up and I said, you know, Gina, I really feel called to be a part of this conference. But above and beyond that, I want to let you know that keep my feet to the fire of finishing this book because I know that this book is going to change people's lives, but I've been making excuses and I'm being very self-aware that I need to get out of my own way so that I can help other people grab the pen, write their own story and give them that permission to run after their God-sized dream. And so because you put on this conference, you decided to step out in faith. I don't believe I would have published this book even yet if it weren't for your conference. Is my so, name in this book? I just need to find out. <laughs> I should have. I totally should have. I mean, wait, I should have this big space back here dedicated to Gina Volkov. That's Exactly, exactly. No, it's, it's, it's true. I should have. I should have. That was my bad. <laughs> uh, but, no, 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 totally kidding. We're so honored you're going to be our keynote speaker at Bold Confidence. But honestly, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll end it with this. When God puts something on your heart, even if you feel like not one person is going to listen, do it anyways. Because maybe you are the person that it's going to change, or maybe, just maybe, that one other person, even if it's not thousands, even if it's not millions, to that one person, it changes their life forever. So my challenge to you is to fire your fear, build your faith, and become the boss of your own life and run after that God-sized dream. Yes, and take that next best step. Bye, golly. Well, thank you, Stephanie, for being here. Super honored, love you so much, and bold confidence podcast you reach out to us if you have any questions be sure and share this with somebody that you are thinking they need to hear this these women need to hear this if it's a group or if it's a person just send them this link and subscribe and also contact us and reach out to us at any time and stephanie we will just talk to you super soon Oh, love you, Gina. Thanks so much. I'm so honored to be on this podcast and cheering you on all the way, sister. Thank you. <laughs> love you.